Hey everyone, this is Adam Ellenboss from Nightlight Astrology, and today we're going to take a look at Mars's upcoming opposition to Saturn, which is just about to perfect across the signs of Virgo, where Mars is located, and Pisces, where Saturn is located. So today, I want to talk about five ways in which we can understand Mars-Saturn combinations as highly creative, which is not the thing that I think we usually hear about this combination. We hear that it's frustrating or constraining or <laughs> lots of things that are true, but how can we understand Mars-Saturn combinations as actually highly creative archetypal combinations? I think if you turn the jewel and catch the light from the right angle, you can understand that this combination is profoundly creative. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. Before we get into it, don't forget to like and subscribe. Helps the channel to grow as you guys hear me say every day. Um, when you share your comments too, that's really helpful in the way that the channel is is uh, grows. So if you want to find a transcript of any of the daily talks, they're on the website, nightlightastrology.com. And when you are there, check out my readings and courses. If you have any questions about any of my offerings, feel free to email info at nightlightastrology.com. All right, let's take a look at the real-time clock. This is a vacation week for me, so I'm doing very brief treatments of things. Um, and I'm recording all of these in advance so that I uh, don't have to be making content while I'm on vacation. So they're all just a little bit briefer than normal, but uh, we will be returning to sort of like my usual content length. And, and the, if the vibe seems a little bit different, just know that I'm taking a little break to recharge my battery. You can see here, Wednesday, July 19th, Mars is at the fifth degree of Virgo. Saturn is at the sixth degree of Pisces. If we advance this just one day, you'll see that tomorrow, Thursday, July 20th, we have a uh, exact opposition between the two planets and it is fading by Friday, Saturday. If we take this out about three degrees, you'll be feeling it till Tuesday, July 25th. So it is, um, it's a transit that's a slow burn. Uh, we've been feeling it already. I already did one video covering this opposition. Uh, you could look back at from, I think it was last week or the week before. As soon as Mars entered Virgo, we started talking about this. But today I want to talk about five reasons that I believe that this is a an incredibly creative transit. So five ways in which Mars-Saturn combinations are creative or this Mars-Saturn combination, in particular, this opposition can be understood as creative. Now, I don't want, I'm not trying to just like trick everyone. There are many ways of talking about the archetypal combinations of the planets. And so I like to take the approach of covering the transit from multiple points of view. If you want a slightly different point of view than the one you're getting in this talk, if you go back to the first talk I did a week or two ago, if you scroll back in my videos, you'll find another Mars Saturn talk that I did on this exact opposition. And that'll cover it from a slightly different angle. So that might be valuable for you to check out as well. Not trying to pull the wool over anyone's eyes. This is a transit that for a lot of people is experienced as difficult, frustrating, uh, obstacles, kind of a pressure cooker vibe to Mars, Saturn, uh, frustrating. Um, you hit edges. There's the feeling of coming up against uh, boundaries that are hard. So all of those things are true. But here are the five ways in which the exact Mars-Saturn combinations that we think of as difficult lead to profound creativity or creative breakthroughs. Number one, you have to think about things in the way that I would say Taoists do. Reading about Taoism, which we did in the series, The Tao Te Ching for Astrologers, 
is something that I've been very passionate about for a long time. I use the I Ching as a pretty regular reference for the way I even create these videos. And sometimes I share that with you guys. It's been a while since I've done that, actually. Hmm. Maybe that's something I should get back to. I can always tell. It's like it's been a while since I've, I've told you guys about the way in which the I Ching is present in some of the videos I've made. Because I know you guys, some of you really like that. Some people are like, I don't know what the I Ching is. So, But anyway, Taoists talk frequently about the way in which the tension between opposites is, is present in all things. And the, the sagely wise people are the ones who don't forget the opposite of something when something else is present. Not that you need to stay in some artificially neutral state, but that you it, it's helpful to remember the tension between opposites in any given season of life. So where there are great problems, which believe me, that's one of the archetypal signatures of Mars Saturn that is totally valid. Mars hits Saturn and problems appear. <laughs> problems because you got two malefic planets, one that represents frustration, the other's limitations. So frustrations and limitations, Mars and Saturn, that's problems. But it's amazing how it is specifically because a problem comes up that we are offered an opportunity to find a solution. And the solution we find is oftentimes a, a product of growth that we must go through in order to solve the problem. So the solution represents something alchemical. Problems create solutions. Solutions come from or are closely related to problems. And so when Mars Saturn comes up, we tend to just feel the sort of gritty, hard, frustrating, agitating, limiting, constraining feelings that come up with Mars-Saturn combinations. But if we can remember that it is those exact conditions that create solutions and um, that create the answer, then we can, we can remember that these are, these comp this combination is divine and its outcome often highly creative. Number two, necessity is the mother of invention. These are all going to be ways of saying the exact same thing, but saying it in a slightly different manner. Necessity is the mother of invention. When Saturnian constraints come up and, and put you into a situation, like let me give you an example, Mars-Saturn situation that came up for me. My programs started growing more rapidly than I could handle. And so I had to... Um, hire staff and do so under extraordinary pressure during a Saturn Saturn's opposition to my natal Mars. It was a time of rapid growth and tremendous overwhelm. And so necessity is the mother of invention. I had to, you know, in order to grow and move beyond the limits that I was running up against because you know, growth was running into the hard wall of what I was capable of handling as a solo, you know, small business owner, I had to hire a staff of people to help me. Because of that pressure and that extreme overwhelm, I was working 60 hours a week plus. Because of that, we came up with so many new ways of doing things, so many new systems, a new staff of people that have been with me, many of whom have been with me now since the beginning of all of this. That was a Saturn-Mars transit in my chart. Where, where, When necessity comes about and you're like, you're faced with the, the, the cosmic power of necessity. It's like, oh my gosh, this, this is, there, a condition has arisen in which 
Um, it is necessary to do something right now. There's no other choice. You get really creative. Necessity is the mother of invention. Number three, frustration develops patience. If you choose to let it. When we face frustrations, they, they have a way of cooking us in our own juices. And we might get a few wrinkles, but we usually come through very frustrating periods aware, more aware of ourselves, more aware of our limits, more aware of the need for patience, more aware that things can't always go our own way. You get wiser with these transits. You develop patience. You develop fortitude. You develop a staying power through Mars, Saturn. And patience is one of the most like necessary, speaking of necessity, it is one of the most necessary ingredients for creativity. To be creative, to really be creative in your life, there's a way in which you have to develop patience. You have to be able to sit with things and let them cook and, and tend to them. If you think about what it takes to create, I don't know, a, a child or to create a book or whatever, a great, um, an opus of any kind, it is a slow tending with bursts of creativity and then it's back to chopping wood and carrying water and then great bursts of creativity and then chopping wood and carrying water frustration develops patience patience is so closely related to nurturance and devotion which are absolutely necessary ingredients for most creative processes so mars saturn can cultivate within us qualities that are conducive to highly creative states of consciousness number four is that the limited time and space implied by Mars-Saturn creates efficiency. It's like, well, if you only have a day to get something done because suddenly, you know, fate has put you in a Mars-Saturn bind, you will use that time and space very efficiently in order to accomplish what has to be done within the limit or constraint that's been presented to you. So it's amazing what limited time and space with the kind of constraining um, environment will do to you. If you want to understand real freedom, find it in a confined or limited space. You have to look hard for freedom in confinement. And I'm not talking about it like I can, that sounds easy for me to say sitting here in a relatively free space. I mean, I think of like Nelson Mandela or something, and that's like not a level of this teaching that I have any access to, right? So I'm not trying to sit on some high horse, but I think time has shown us again and again throughout history, so many wise people have told us the same thing, that limited time and space, if you allow it to, can create a kind of efficiency and a kind of freedom, both of which are the hallmarks of people who end up being great craftsmen and or women or highly creative. You know how to use things efficiently. You know how to move quickly. You know how to be resourceful within limitations. Those are all the hallmarks of creative people. And then number five is hitting an edge can create healthier boundaries. When you hit a limit, you know better how to work within limits because of that experience. When you hit a rock bottom, you sometimes have to develop greater maturity, efficiency, discipline, etc. Ultimately, having healthy boundaries leads to tremendous creative results. I always tell people when you're doing readings as an astrologer, that people will say, you know, what if I, I want to spend, I, you know, I give an hour to some of them, then I end up talking for an hour and a half. You know, what do I do about that? And I say, well, look, you're not doing yourself a favor 
if you want to do a 90 minute reading, do a 90 minute reading. But if you're going to do a 60 minute reading, the reason I think you ought to stick to 60 minutes is because when you learn how to keep that boundary, you're learning how to cook and make something beautiful uh, within that boundary. It's like learning a form, an art form, like learning a short story versus a novella versus a novel versus a play versus a poem versus a haiku. The form is so important to um, having working within the form uh, in, in a healthy sense of the boundary and knowledge of the form is um, really, really good for um, being able to, to create things. Like we have to learn how to create things within different kinds of parameters and boundaries. So when you hit that edge, when you hit a hard boundary with Mars Saturn, it can be the edge that starts setting the parameters within which you can now create. You can create with more awareness because you know what the limits or boundaries around you actually are. These to me are the optimistic ways of looking at Mars Saturn in terms of creativity, something that's very important to me as I sit here trying to efficiently and effectively create two weeks of content before I leave on vacation, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I have to do it myself. It's crazy. Okay. So that's what I've got for today. I hope this was useful. Short and sweet. We will be back to regularly scheduled content uh, next week, I guess the week after. Yeah. So we'll see you again soon.